you are beautiful, you are so strong, you're amazing. Like Every day of life is a blank sheet of paper. More happy days in our lives. Small, small changes. You had to just be with life. To really practice mindfulness. I am not my thought. It's not easy, but it's very simple. If you put those two things together, you know, the sky is the limit. Hello, hello. Before I let you dive deep into this phenomenal episode, it's gratitude time. So let's read this week's review together. It was almost like a tongue twister. <laughs> it belongs to Krista Fairbrother. And she said, it was great to connect with Annie. Her positivity comes across in the show and her purpose is to let guests shine so listeners get a great experience. It's a gift to provide such a diverse range of professionals, a positive platform. Oh my God, thank you so much. Also, thank you so much for each and every one of you who listens to this podcast. If you think, and if you are finding value in it, and if you think this episode or any other episode is going to be helpful for your family members and friends, please share it with them. Also, support us by rating and reviewing this episode. Let us know that you are listening. Now dive deep into this phenomenal episode and enjoy the magic. Let's welcome Mark Smith today, which if people are just watching, look at him. It's 8 a.m. wherever he is, and he's wide awake. He looks amazing. He looks so professional. He is professional. But I just want to acknowledge you for being here at 8 a.m., widely awake, present, and for your energy. Just thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's 8 a.m., but you know what? You got plenty of time to sleep. We can sleep later. Let's have some fun today. (laughs) Okay, I already love how it's going, and I already shared with you how my morning wasn't perfect, and then we were chatting before this show, and you said something like, life is simple, we just complicate our life, and I was like, please, let's talk about that, because that's what I need to hear, and that's what everyone during this time, is it COVID, whatever it's going, it's always something going on in the world, so this is something we always need to hear. What do you mean when you say life is simple? And then if you can talk about what do you mean when you say life is simple, we just complicate stuff. Well, I believe that we all have the same um, basic desires. We, we all want to um, um, be professional. We want to have a, a nice um, environment that we're raised in or a nice environment that we're, we interact in. We all want decent uh, individuals around us that are um, like-minded, so to speak. But I also believe that by simplicity, I mean that things have already been set for us to prosper. We just, at some point in some, some, some time, I like to use that word greed. We become more, we want more and more and more. And what does that do? That makes, that, that, that thrusts us into making choices and decisions. And we all know when we make choices and decisions, there are consequences for every choice, whether it's good or whether it's bad. So we have to kind of step back and and really realize or think about what is it that we truly need? What is it that's truly going to make us happy that that is already there? That's not going to cost a a bunch of of, uh, extracurricular or bring extracurricular into our lives. And I think once we decide that we want to slow down and embrace that and truly think about that, then that's, that's when I think that we, as I like to say, we grow forward, not go forward, we grow forward. And I look at the, the situation we're in, you know, all across the world with the with the pandemic. This is um, 
you know, some people believe in God, some people believe in Buddha, some people believe in Allah. The simple fact is that what we're experiencing right now comes from something, it is being allotted from something higher than us. And I believe it's designed to get us back on a path to where we can focus together black, white, uh, Native American, um, it doesn't matter because it's affecting each one of us. You know, as you and I talked about it, every single one of us knows somebody that's had COVID. Uh, 70, 80% of us know somebody who's passed on because of this disease. We right now back here in, in, in this state, the state of Maryland, um, 13 miles from Washington, D.C., 13 miles from, from Baltimore is where I reside in Laurel, Maryland, we just instituted another state of emergency meaning that you know, they only institute a state of emergency when the hospitals have reached capacity. So think about this, think about what are we truly doing or what message is truly being sent to us that gets us to try to slow down. I mean, when we completely shut down with the pandemic, I think that was the first step to try to get us to get back to simplicity. But guess what? We, did, we ignored that call. We went right back to the same things that we were doing. We didn't, you know, didn't adhere to some of those. And we look at us, we were right back where we were. And you know, some people predict it's going to be even worse. So let's hold on. Let's hold on. And yes. Get ready. Yes. It's never end. <clears throat> I love how you said And for my own life examples, every time uh, there was a very challenging life cycle where I almost wanted to die. I bounce back and I achieve so much after those cycles, but only if I listen to what it has to say. Mm. And every time I'm going, the, <clears throat> even recently, I thought I was taking care of myself. I was meditating every single morning. I was taking cold showers. I was working out every single morning. But then I got bronchitis from my son, which I don't usually get anything. And I was like, oh my God, it's because I was just checking the boxes. I was not slowing down. I was just like, I have to meditate. I have to do a workout. And I was like, why is it happening? I'm healthy. I meditate. No, I was just so fast paced. I was not slowing down. And bronchitis just forced me to slow down. And then I was like, oh, this is how it looks like to read a book, to just journal. To, because I had to cancel all my, all my conversations. I had to cancel everything because I wasn't physically able to do. And I was like, we have to take care of ourselves before something happens. So that whatever you just said, like really speaks to us as an individuals. And I think COVID was like for all of us as mm -hmm. a community, a way to slow down, which I never heard anyone talk about the COVID that way, which I love. This morning I was, I had a question which um, I'm curious to hear your opinion. When we are trying to balance our life, where is the line in between trying to do what we want, but also we also have responsibilities. Like for example, I have a toddler. If I say that, oh my God, I I'm gonna do whatever I want, then I'm gonna wake, I'm not gonna wake up in the morning, I'm not gonna feed him, but he's four, he needs me. So where is the line between allowing ourselves to do what we crave, what our soul craves, and also realizing that we have a responsibility because I think freedom comes with responsibility. I would love you to share your thoughts about this. I am, I'm the author of a series that I've written called The Process. And um, I do, do national speaking and I talk about this and I actually have written, I'm on my sixth series that's actually published, as well as I have a, a TV show that, that identifies exactly what you're talking about. And in the very first episode of the process, I entitled it The Foundation. Mm -hmm. 
And the foundation is anybody would know that's your solid form. That's your go-to. Whenever you have some problems or wherever you have some things that, that go on, you got to dial backwards. You got to go back and look at where your foundation is, where your rock is, where your solid point is to allow you to take those next steps to move forward. So the first one or first message that I written was called air. And a lot of people, when I wrote that, they said, what the air? Yeah, Mark, I know you need air to breathe. I said, no, this is air is going to be spelled a little different. Instead of A-I-R, I'm spelling it A-I-R-R. And for those that know me, know that all my messages entangle a acronym. Yes. So, AIR, so, so AIR for me stands for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. And let's go to that R, that first R that you just talked about, that Tyler, responsibility. We our foundation is still built on. We have to um, not only take care of ourselves, but there are the others that are going to depend on us, and that's part of our responsibility. And a lot of times, that we we take the, take a moment and we don't truly think of how much of a gift that responsibility truly is. So you know, we talk about being selfish versus selfless, and that that's not just in in the, the example that you. You talked about it's about taking steps backwards or taking or taking a pause to take care of something to get you to where you need to go per, prime example this pandemic our, our our lives are the things that we want to go with the hustle and bustle we are slowed down we are designed to take care of others at this particular point so we can have an opportunity to as i said move to the next level same thing, we are nurturing, I mean, uh, a toddler's a blessing, you know, uh, 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 having to be able to take care of a parent is a blessing, because these, this gives you an opportunity not only to learn from them, but to also become an intricate part in their life, because at the end of the day, we are all trying to build a legacy, right, we want to, we want to give them something that they're going to carry on to the next generation, and with, without accountability, without integrity, without responsibility and that last our respect, we can't do any of that. So sometimes we gotta just accept that pause, just accept that pause so we can move forward. It's a little bit off topic, but that you mentioned now, this is something so many people struggle with and I personally have challenges with it. You mentioned parents and taking care of parents. Thankfully, <clears throat> my friends are healthy. But with the relationship of their family members and during this pandemic, a lot of people had to be together in the mm -hmm. big or small space with their family members for a very long time. Their divorce rate went up and <clears throat> oh my God, it was, it got a little chaotic. So how can we understand or accept our family members or parents, however they are, because so many people get triggered so many people keep getting triggered by their family members is there any magical way we can accept our parents or our family members without us getting triggered or do i have am i asking too much for myself and do i have like very high expectations <laughs> i think you know we, we all have those um quote unquote family members that that uh kind of drive us to another level but at the end of the day that's what we are we are built on family we are truly built on family and you know you can't choose your family and well let me back up you can choose your family to a certain degree but you can't choose your blood and what mm -hmm. i mean by that is you can't choose your mom and dad this is what this is what god has placed uh, into you they are they are uh, of you 
but your brothers and sisters, you can't choose them if they are your blood. You can choose your other, what you can consider family members, your friends, individuals who are close to you. But I think the major point is to think about how much of a gift it is to have a family. See, a lot of times we, we take things and we look at it from a, I don't want to say a negative point of view, but I want to say a confrontational point of view. Instead of embracing what we have and making the best of that and knowing that we are of human and we are of the flesh, so we're not perfect. You know, I, I'm sure I, I, excuse me, I piss a lot of my family members off. I'm sure I do because I do things different than what they want to do. But it's still at the end of the day, we love each other. We're going to come together when we truly need each other. And at the end of the day, it's about you continue to help each other be the best that you can be. Because again, this is a generation. It's a legacy all the way through. And yeah, I've, I've read, seen statistics how, you know, uh, divorce rates were extremely high during COVID. I've seen statistics of how um, uh, relationships have been strained. But I've also seen the opposite. I've seen people grow together. You know, my wife and I became truly best friends, truly best friends over this at this time, because we really, we knew each other, but we didn't really take the time to really know each other. I mean, when you're with that person 24 by seven, I mean, otherwise in work, you're passing, you're going, you're coming home, you're talking about your day, you're, you're having a meal, you're going to bed, then the, the cycle starts again. So it forces you to really take the time to sit down and understand that is my best friend. You know, that is truly, she has got my back. I've got her back. So the same thing with, with um, you know, my father is gone to glory and that's a whole nother story. But, you know, my mom, her mom, her mom's in a nursing facility. So we struggled, you know, not to be able to see her. So these are things, like I said, that we have to take in a different mindset and realize that these are gifts. These aren't challenges. These are gifts that we need to embrace and understand that, you know, it's not always going to be here. And if you don't cherish it now, at some point, you're going to wish you did. What are some questions we can ask ourselves when we start to <clears throat> simplify our lives? There is always this old habit. Some people call it demons. Some people call it negative energy. Some people call it negative voices. That, or maybe even a beliefs habits that will try to bring us back to where we were because it, it is familiar to us. It feels like home. So when we start this journey of simplifying our lives, and we get to a point where we feel everything around us crumbling that nothing it, like when we almost like are on this verge of going back where we were what are some questions we can ask ourselves to just take ourselves from that situation and to just a reminder to this is we can we can do this basically so i would say that first and foremost each one every single one of us have eighty six thousand four hundred. That's the total number of seconds in a day. Each one of us are getting, we can't carry it over. It wants the end of that day, once that clock strikes midnight and starts to the other one, that fresh bank starts all over again. So I always ask myself, I always refer to a checklist that I have. And, and that's basically the four agreements that, uh, that Don Ruiz wrote. Mm -hmm. He says, number one, I ask myself all the time, Mark, have you been impeccable to your word? Have you re reached out and said something to somebody that is not, um, off the wall, but if you said you were going to do something, you followed through or at least communicated with that individual. Have you done that? So am I impeccable to my word? Number two, did I take things personal? Because a lot of times we get in our own way. <laughs> we get in our own feelings. 
by taking things personal. And we all know that a lot of times it's displaced anger. You know, I may be, you, know, you may be mad at me because of something that happened early this morning, right? So our conversation could be a little tainted and it's not on me. You, you don't know me. You've, I've done nothing to you. So did I take things personal during that day through all my interactions with anybody? Number three, did I make assumptions? Did I automatically say that you don't like me or I don't like you or this is done to me because this particular reason? Or did I do that to somebody else? And the last one, did I, give, did, I, did I do my best? At the end of the day, when I put my head down, did I know, did I, am I resting assured that Mark did the best, that, that uh, anybody did the best job that they could do that day, not only for themselves internally, but for, for those that they come uh, interact with? Because at the very end of the day, everybody that we come across with, we can leave them bitter or we can leave them better. That's our choice. That is truly well, our choice. Can you repeat it? We can leave them. We can leave, you can leave them bitter Peter? or you can leave them better. Oh my God, I need to write that down and put it in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's, our, that's our choice. And, and that's the, when I talk about simplicity, these are the things that are simplistic. These are, these are given. You have the power to make effective change. We, each one of us, are, the words that come out of our mouth are so powerful. You know, I believe, strongly believe that, you know, you can't take those back. You know, once you say something, those were, that sometimes that's worse than, than actually physically being assaulted because that stays inside of an individual mentally a lot of times. So those words, leaving somebody bitter or leaving somebody better, is in control of the individual. And that's simplistic. You have the power. You can do it. What you choose to do with it is a whole nother story. So where is the line in between feeling our emotions and neglecting them? Because if there have been situations where I'm like, Ani, just suck it up. You can do this. Just don't think about it. And then that was not an amazing idea. I have situations where I was like, you're just overthinking it. I shut down the mind and it works. So how can we support our emotions? Because I believe every emotion is valid, but how can we not identify with them? Just feel them so they feel seen and go away. Because it is always a challenge to, for me personally to what am I feeling and not to suppress my emotions, feel them, but also not to over-identify with them. I'm curious what you think about this. Well, you know what? I was the type of person for over 40 years, I would hold a lot of stuff inside. And, you know, I used to, eventually I became, it became a powder keg. So anything that anybody said to me, for, I had so much frustration built up that I didn't release and didn't talk about that when it finally came out, it was an explosion. So I was really a unhappy individual because I didn't allow those emotions to run through. So I would probably say to anybody else is that you need to, if there is that emotion, emotions are a part of life. You're going to have those. Um, think about, truly think about a harness inside. Is it going to um, hurt that other individual that is drawn to? Is it going to be beneficial for you guys to have, for individuals to have that conversation about it? But you definitely don't want to hold those in. Um, you have to escape. You have to release that so you can move to another level. Because if you hold it in and you don't acknowledge it 
and you don't make it a, a priority, then guess what? Some bad things can happen. Your health is going to tarnish. Your mental anguish is going to tarnish. Your ability to be effective with it, whatever you do is going to tarnish. But more importantly, those that I just said it, you can leave somebody bitter, you can leave somebody better. So that attitude is going to permeate with everybody, with any and everybody that comes across you. Number two, you, you'll take things personal. Number three, you'll make assumptions. We make so much assumptions. I don't think I have, I just became even more aware of how much assumptions I make. Somebody calls me and I'm like, because they always call me when they want something or they call, mm -hmm. they are calling me because they want something. And the other day someone called me and I was just, okay, they want something from me. And then I was like, and they just like, they just asked me how I was. And I was like, oh my God, I was mm -hmm. just making assumptions. And that is such an important thing you just raised the awareness about. We make so much assumptions. We believe mm -hmm. our assumptions and we stay mad for, mm -hmm. about other people because of our own assumptions. I'm curious because first of all, thank you so much for your energy. <clears throat> because you're, I have conversations when my energy is supporting my guests and then it doesn't happen often, but there are conversations when my guest energy are supporting me. We obviously, we always support each other's energy, but like, this is a healing conversation for me and your energy is phenomenal. I can feel it here so peaceful. So before we continue, I want to acknowledge you for taking care of yourself because if you were not like taking care of yourself, you wouldn't have been able, able to show up this way and help me heal with your own energy. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, I feel 100% better uh, of, like while having this conversation. How are you personally making your life? What are some practices that helps you simplify your own life? Well, um, I, take a, I take a different look at uh, perspectives of, of things. I, you know, one of the comments that you made earlier is you talked about what did you learn from the things, the, the situations that you go through. And I think that has probably been one of the biggest helps in, in myself because I, I wrote um, in um, the second series of the process, I wrote, it was called The Perfect Storm. And I wrote that because there are things that occur inside of our life that we, you know, we go, woe is me, this is bad, this is a terrible storm. Well, no, it's not, you know, because there's that old saying, you know, some, some storms don't come to harm you, some come to clear your path. So I always go back and think about, you know, what is it that I'm supposed to learn in this in this situation? And I didn't say problem, I said situation. Um, I believe we don't have problems because problems mean there's no resource to help us get through it. There's always a, a, a solution to get you through your situation. So I just, you know, take a different look. I, my day starts at 4.30 in the morning. So eight o'clock is nothing. I've been up for four, for three and a half hours. I'm 4.30 in the morning, I'm, I'm up. I am, um, you know, there's an hour and a half, you know, before I even touch this. I won't touch it before six o'clock. Whatever's, whatever's happened, has happened. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't change it. I can't define it. Whatever's happened, has happened. If I don't get a call from the hospital saying that my children or my grandchildren or something's wrong, nothing's happened. Nothing that can't wait till I get into myself. I spend about an hour, hour and a half, two hours in the gym. Get back from the gym, get, get a nice shower. And then I then again, now it's time to tackle the day. And the 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 I take time inside inside of my day to kind of reflect on 
What have I accomplished during that day? And I use that analogy, 86,400. What have I done in those segments of time during my day to make sure that I am getting better and that I'm, that I'm happy? And then when I'm done for the day, you know, when I was commuting back and forth, uh, once I got done for the day, then I would basically turn off. I wouldn't answer any calls on my way home. I wanted that time to de-escalate because it's not fair to bring work home to my wife. It's not fair to her. She has had, she's had her own trials and tribulations through the day. That time when I walk in that door needs to be devoted to her, devoted to our, our dogs, devoted to some family time. And then at the end of the day, I sit back and do that reflection. Did I, was I impeccable to my word today? Did I make assumptions today? Did I take things personal today? Did I, Mark, did you truly give your best? Because we are our worst critics. Nobody can, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody can argue that. We are truly our worst critics. You know, somebody would say, we look nice. Well, wait a minute, this is a piece of hair or something right here. This doesn't work right with this outfit. Well, we're going to criticize ourselves. So those have been the things that, that I have worked on. And, and again, I'm a work in progress. What you see now is far from the person I was yesterday, the day before, the day before. Every day I strive to get better and I strive to change lives every single day. So that's what guides me. That's what pushes me. That's what keeps me motivated. That's what keeps me, I use the adage, hungry, but humble. That's what keeps me on that path to make sure that I'm doing everything I can from the time that that clock wakes up to the time I first look in the mirror. Because again, we all know that's how we form our opinions of who we are and what we're going to do that day is when we look in that mirror. But that's what keeps me moving from 4.30 to 10, 11 o'clock at night every single day. Oh, that creating space during the day and like having moments to slow down is so important. Mm -hmm. You got me even more inspired because I caught myself after feeling better to going like you have 20 minutes to work out, you have 10 minutes to meditate. And I was like, who tells me I can stay in bed all day when my son is at preschool? Like I don't have to do anything and you saying that you spend hour and a half two hours in the gym i'm like oh my god we can do that we and can that, wake that, up yeah and that's yes. priorities because again you have to think about i mean it is still time restraints because again i know primarily for for work i need to be up and on and ready <clears> to go at nine o'clock so you know, everything needs to be done and cycled prior to that time but if, if it's something else that i need to take care of then i can guess what you got to sacrifice something else to get to that point Definitely. and when you you know we talk about you know um uh, uh getting comfortable and i, I want to caution everybody if anybody's listening i have a saying that, that i say all the time and i say comfort is a casualty of growth so you want to always be pushing yourself to that you don't get too comfortable. You talk, you know, one of the things that you talked about was doing the same things every single day. I mix it up all the time. I mean, my, getting up the same time is, is consistent, but I mix up different things during the day. I mean, there may be a day that I get up at 430 and I read for an hour, two hours, and then I'll, and then I'll go and, and start work at nine o'clock and then um, 2 33 o'clock since again since we're teleworking I, I work out you know I'll go change that up you know because again I don't want to get in that I don't say that routine I, I don't want to get comfortable because again it is a casualty of growth and I want to continue to stretch myself to be to be better every single day so you're amazing I need it <laughs> literally God send me yourself if 
every time I'm going through something, I'm talking to guests and they are just like through source. Like I believe that everyone I meet, every word someone says to me is a sign to me. I look at for signs everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much, God, for sending me work. <laughs> because I needed to hear you today. Before uh, I can, I could hear you. I could be here listening to you all day long. Seriously, I don't. I I truly mean it. But as I said, it's our Christmas today, and I'm gonna go yes. celebrate with my family members. And I have the, the questions are coming into my mind because I'm like, you have such a good insights about everything. Maybe in future we can do another episode. But to just uh, wrap the episode up, before I ask you where can people find you and to leave me with a message. Is there anything you really wanted to mention or share? And I just didn't get the chance to ask you the question. Um, I want, to, want everybody to remember that um, I'm going to leave everybody with an acronym and that's growth, G-R-O-W-T-H. A lot of people think that is, is something that you expand, but I use, I use the term of growth when I think of something that's simple that helps you move to another level. And that's a gradual reminder obstacles will test hope. Gradual reminder, mm-hmm. obstacles will test hope. That's growth. Being stretched, being placed in uncomfortable situations, being um, tasked to not know the next step is okay. It's okay. That is the time for you to take yourself to another level that you didn't even expect that you can do. It's time for you to really sit back and think about wh- who you truly are and how many people depend on you. It's time for you to truly take that moment and and, and embrace what the situation that you're going through and know that it's gonna take you out of it. Because you said something else that I say all the time, there has not been one situation that you've gone through that you haven't come out of. We collectively were 100%, no matter what it is. It may not work out how we wanted it, but guess what? We got through it. Somehow, some way, we got through it. So we are are going through things. Are we're a hundred percent? Always remember and embrace that. If you have a challenge, a situation, embrace it because that is it's growth. That is true growth. Gradual mm-hmm. reminder. Obstacles. Obstacles are opportunities in disguise. Will test hope. Test your faith. Test your resolve. Test your ability to to persevere and push yourself and get more out of you than you even thought you had in you. Oh my God, can, I, I can't stop saying you, that you are amazing. I love that. <laughs> I have to write down in my journal. I love that acronym. That, that is one of the most perfect, like testing the hope. Oh mm-hmm. my God, that is so true. I have to share this with everyone that I know today. <laughs> I'll, I have to cut this part out of the video and even post this. Where can people find you? Uh, where can people find your books? I will link the links in the show notes as well, but where can people find you? What are some va- ways that you are bringing value to others right now? Uh, well, the best way anybody, anybody can connect to me is via email, or you, you can go, go to my email. My email is mark at theprocessmarksmith.com. You can actually go to any any uh, of the websites, any of the, the streaming platforms, whether it's TuneIn, Pandora, um, Anchor, Spotify, uh, look for The Process, Mark Smith, and you can hear any one of my seasons or episodes of The Messages. I have a TV show, a live streaming TV show every Wednesday at 6, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it, it streams on YouTube, 
uh, LinkedIn, as well as Facebook. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, <laughs> as well as Instagram. Everywhere. They're everywhere. I, I'm there. Again, if you send me an email, you, you, send, you have a question or anything like that, please, I always, always respond. And a lot of times I send individuals free gifts just for reaching out mm. to me. So Mark at the process, MarkSmith.com, as well as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Pandora, Mark Smith, the mm. process. And you already left us with the acronym, but my last question is always leave me and listeners with a message that can be one word or a few sentences. So I'm pretty sure you know another phenomenal acronym. So I'm going <laughs> to use this time <laughs> to maybe you can leave us with an, or maybe just a word, whatever is in your heart. I really want you to say whatever is in your heart. I want to say storm, mm. storm surviving trials and obstacles to remain motivated. You will survive all trials and obstacles as long as you remain motivated. Storm. I get chills. Oh my God, thank you God for sending me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was seeing the white feathers all around my house in weird places. <laughs> <laughs> and today I was like, oh, angels are with me, supporting me and guiding me through this morning. And now you are in a way, and you are like, because we, I believe we meet angels or guides in the form of human beings as well. So thank you for being my angel right now. I'm oh, going to go with my family and my heart is in my head and heart is in different space. I'll be like, Mark, thank you so much for motiv not motiv inspiring me and being an amazing reminder. And also you just said, every word you said was like a different perspective of, oh, I never thought about this that way of pandemic being this collective slowdown or so many things that you mentioned. I have to go back and while I'm editing, I have to really listen to it again and write down and make notes. So just thank you for being a phenomenal guest and human thank being. You. Thank you for having me. Have Merry Christmas to you and your family. <laughs> thank you so much and thank you listeners so much for being here uh for listening i hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as i did and until next time